I, uh, I don't know if it's because I drank an energy drink at 7 this morning or because, uh, or because my heart's just heavy, one or the other. My stomach's just in knots right now. And I feel a deep need uh, to intercede uh, with God on behalf of on behalf of the country, on behalf of this church, on behalf of myself. And uh, I want to open with just some just some honest, open begging before God this morning. And uh, as we do that, we're just going to go into prayer for a second, maybe a minute, I don't know. It's probably going to be longer than a second, but uh, I pray that you would uh, you pray with me right now. Oh God, you are you are so wonderful, beautiful beyond description, marvelous beyond words, too beautiful for us to understand. Lord, you you are the one who controls the cosmos, who gives the sun its shine. You guide and direct the the the, the direction of the universe. You you know the expanse of the stars and you've called them by name. And Lord, as we face difficulty as we face troubles or problems or 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 uncertainty uh, that awaits us we know oh lord that you are you are you are in control you are in control of of the outcome you are in control of the future God, your hand is is mighty enough to control the stars. It's mighty enough to control my future. It's mighty enough to lead me down paths of righteousness. It's mighty enough to control (laughs) my destiny. God, as we we look for someone else to come and uh, draw us closer to you, I pray that you would... uh, You'd help us to be a people who are open-minded, who who are seeking you, and who bring who who want someone to just bring us closer to you, God. Lord, I know that we we sometimes fall and we mess up, and 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 I fall and I mess up and I fall short of you, time and time again. But God, I'm so thankful for your loving and open arms that reach out and give me comfort, that bring me back into the fold uh, that you are in control of. And I pray that you would just give us strength and power to face the unknown. We love you so very much. We lay our hearts before you this morning. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. What does tomorrow bring? What about Tuesday? 
What does it bring? I don't know. You don't know either. Sure, you might have a plan. I asked my kids that this, or my kids, I asked the youth group that this morning. And they all said, well, I'm going to go to school tomorrow. That's true. You, you will go to school tomorrow. You probably will get up and you probably will go to work in the morning. It's fine. But what does tomorrow hold? What does Tuesday hold? What, what are you going to go through? What challenges or, or, or hurdles are you going to have to avoid or go over in order to get through tomorrow? What challenges will we have to go through on Tuesday? What about a week from now? What about, what about four years from now or, or, or the results from Tuesday? What challenges will we go through? I don't know. I know there will be. There will be challenges. There will be hurdles. There will be problems that we'll face. And if we let it, this, this idea that I don't know what tomorrow holds, I don't know what, what five years from now holds, I don't know what Tuesday holds, because I don't know that, I can let it become an unholy worry over my life. I can let my life be controlled and and driven by not knowing what tomorrow holds, by not knowing uh, where my next how how I'm going to pay my next bills, by not knowing uh, when that thing I've been praying for is going to happen, if it's going to happen at all, by not knowing uh, if if we're going to make it as a country, as a church, by not knowing if I'm good enough, not knowing if I will ever make it, and and these thoughts and these ideas, they fill my head, they fill my thoughts, and I have this unholy fear, fear about about what tomorrow holds, maybe you don't have it in all of those areas, but I'm sure I'm sure that that the fear of the unknown often turns into an unholy fear that rules your life. And it does rule your life if you let it. Thoughts like this fill our heads often, if not every day. What's around the bend? What does tomorrow bring and these these thoughts that are in our head well we're not the first to have them Uh, we're not the first to worry uh, who's going to be elected we're not the first to worry what uh, what our future holds we're not the first to worry we're not the first to have unholy fear Jesus is speaking to his disciples in John chapter 13 and he tells them Chapter 13 and verse 33. Little children, yet a little while I'm going to be with you. You will seek me, and just as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give to you that you love one another 
Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Peter speaks up and he says, Lord, Lord, where are you going? You're, you're not leaving. It's not happening. And Jesus answered him, where I am going, you cannot follow me. You can't follow after. And Peter says to him, Lord, wh- why can't I follow you? I-, I will lay down my life for you. And Jesus said, will you? Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. So here we are. Either at the Last Supper or on the way to the garden. Jesus brings in his 12 disciples and he looks at them and he says, I'm going to leave you. And you can't come. Imagine the anxiety and the fear that filled their hearts. What have they given up to be in this position? Peter, am, er, Peter is, he's given up everything. He's given up his job, his family. Matthew gave up being a tax collector. He gave up, he gave up uh, uh, honor within the Roman world. They've, they've given up everything. And now Jesus looks them in, in the eyes and he says, I'm leaving you. They don't understand. Obviously, it's not, he doesn't mean it in that way, but he looks at him and he says, I'm leaving. The, the emotion that fills their minds. The tears that flow down Peter's face as Jesus tells him, you're going to fail me. The thoughts, uh, the thoughts of unworthiness that fill their mind. The thoughts of uh, betrayal by Jesus in this moment. The thought of fear and, and having no idea what tomorrow brings because Jesus is their everything and He's leaving them. And they're scared. Not knowing which way to go not knowing what their future holds, not knowing what tomorrow brings. He looks at him. He looks at him and he says, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. If you have an NIV, it probably says, you believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. (laughs) And if it weren't so, I wouldn't have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. I will come again and I will take you to myself. That where I am, you may also be. And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, uh, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? 
Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. And Philip said to him, Lord, Lord, show us the Father. Show us the Father and it will be enough for us. And Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long? Have I been with you so long and you still don't know me, Philip? You still don't get it. Whoever has seen the Father, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say to me, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me, I am in the Father and the Father is in me or else believe on account of the works themselves. A lady went in for counseling. This is a YouTube video. You might have seen it before. A lady went in for counseling. She was terrified of being buried alive in a box. She hated going, uh, so she hit, that was her greatest fear. She hated going into anything boxy, a car, a house. She hated it. She was claustrophobic. She was terrified, and she laid all of her fears out before uh, this, this therapist and everything, uh, everything that was wrong with her. She just lays it out there for him to, to see and for him to help her get better, to help her stop her anxiety. And the therapist looks at her, and he says, two words, stop it. Stop it. She goes on to say, well, I have a lot of other problems too. And he says, stop it or I'm going to bury you alive in a box. Now, I don't know about you, but that's pretty terrible counseling. <laughs> I would hate it if someone told me that. I would come and pour out my heart before them and they just told me to stop it. Jesus, after hearing, after, after telling them these terrible things, that he's leaving them and that they're going to not be uh, constant with him or be true to him, Jesus says, don't let your heart be troubled. And if he stopped right there, it would be a lot like just saying, stop it. But he doesn't stop right there. He doesn't just say, stop it. He says, do not, let your, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. You believe in God. Believe also in me. See, so what is the answer to this unholy fear, this unholy anxiety? To not knowing what tomorrow brings. Belief in God and what it brings forward. Belief in God and belief and trust in Jesus Christ. 
is the answer to the problems that we are facing. To the problems that you will face tomorrow, to the problems that you will face in five years, to the, to the unrest that you will face when you can't pay your bills. And you may say, why? How? All he, all he said was believe in God, but he doesn't stop there. He says, in my father's house, there are many rooms, and if it were not so, I would have told you. I would not have told you that I, grow, I go to prepare a place for you. See, we, this, this, this house, this house with, with many rooms that Jesus is going to prepare. Uh, he's going he's gonna to prepare the way. He's going to prepare a room when he dies on the cross. It's going to be prepared. The door's going to be opened, and we will have a way into the house of fellowship with God, which is what this is. It's not, it's not just some mansion in heaven where we'll go to and we'll close the door and everything will be fine. He's not talking about a physical house, but he's talking about fellowship with God, and it is available to you and me because the door to it has been opened today. It was opened a long time ago. And it is open. This, this room, this house, this fellowship with God, this unity in spirit with the Lord our God who is in control of the universe. We are able to have relationship with Him through Jesus Christ. And that's His promise to them. How do we not face trials and tribulations? How do we, how do we, how do we conquer uh, fear? How do we conquer this unholy fear? Through knowing that I have a home in fellowship with Jesus Christ and God our Father. Jesus tells them, and you know the way. You know how to get there. Thomas says to him, Lord, uh, How can we know the way? We don't even know where you're going. <laughs> then Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I'm all three of these things. See, Jesus is the pathway. There's no other way. There's no other entrance. There's no other path to fellowship and life in God. There is no other way that you can get there. There's no other way that your soul can be comforted by God. But through Jesus Christ, and He is the way. And He is the truth, and everything that He has said is true. And the, the truth that we have a home with Him will never be changed. The truth that we have an ability to have fellowship with God right now and right here that brings us comfort, that truth cannot be changed. It's true because He is true. And through this truth and through this way, we have the life. Not some life, not a life. The life. 
A life that doesn't compare to anything else or, or any other, it doesn't compare to a life that's filled with worry and anxiety and fear about what or who is going to be our next president. It's a life that is filled with holiness and comfort and joy and peace and patience. It's a life that's filled with love. And He is the way. No one can come to the Father except through me. See, if you had known me, if you would have known who I was while I was here on the earth, you would have known God. But from now on, you do know me. And you do know God. See, if you... <laughs> this isn't make-believe. Like, like, we're not making stuff up here. Right? It's, not, it's not an imaginary... Uh, imaginary comfort or imaginary joy it's real and when the disciples look into Jesus's eyes and they have this fellowship and they've they've known who he is and heard what he's talking about and seen him they've come to know God and they have entered into life that will not perish and that's what we do when we know Jesus Christ, when we enter into fellowship with Him, when we follow Him and believe in Him from verse 1, when we believe in Him, He gives us access into the rooms, and when we have access into the rooms, we know God the Father, and nothing's going to change that. Not what tomorrow brings, not what or who the president is, not what or who our future looks like. No, but we'll have life and have it eternally. Still filled with worry or discomfort. Philip says to him, Lord, show us, show us the Father and it will be enough for us. If you'll just show us God, it will bring us comfort. It will make us feel good if you would just show us God today. Like, that's all we're asking for. We're just asking for a glimpse. And Jesus looks at him and says, I've been with you for so long and you don't understand. I am the Father and the Father, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. I think, you know, what this can equate to It's just continually searching for something that's better than what we have now. Trying to, trying to find a better relationship. Trying to find a happier relationship or a more, more joy-fulfilled relationship. One that brings us more comfort. One that gives us access to God. And, and just continually trying to search and, and not realizing that Jesus is the way to that relationship. Jesus is the way to that truth. He is that life it doesn't come any other way it doesn't come through some some special un, unheard of knowledge of god that no one else has 
But when you know Jesus, you know God. When you know Jesus and believe in Jesus, you have a room in the house. You have fellowship with God our Father. Nothing can change that. When we believe in God and believe in Jesus Christ, we have life. It's that simple. And when I believe God and know that I have life, I can know one thing. I can know for certain what tomorrow brings. If I believe God and I have a a room in His house and I have this fellowship with God, then tomorrow will bring nothing but me closer to God. And, and, and in four years, it, I, I can know for sure that I'll still be living in that house. That I'll still be in that room. That it won't ever be taken away from me. Because I believe God and I have life in His name. So, what does tomorrow bring? Well, tomorrow brings fellowship with God for eternity. Relationship with Jesus Christ and God our Father from now till forever. And tomorrow's not going to change that. Tuesday is not going to change that. Four years from now won't change that. Pray that we can find comfort and rest in God our Father. That we can lay down this anxiety and this hopelessness and this fear. At the foot of the cross. I don't know what our future holds. Here. As a nation don't know what my future holds. But I know one thing. I'm determined to know God better tomorrow than I do today. And I know that He will help me grow in that area because I have a room in fellowship with God. I know that. Do not let an unholy turmoil control your life. Have comfort and peace and joy in God. So, if you want to enter into this peace and joy and life, if you need the comfort that God brings that no one else can give you, that nothing else can give you, that no president can give you, then you can come forward while we stand and while we sing.